welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host, back here today. Who, buddy? All right, I'll, I'll tell y'all. It's uh, almost 3 a.m. right now. I've got to open in about six hours, so this one ain't going to be too long. Uh, go start out. Dart League had Dart Prom on Tuesday. Uh, I, was, I was disappointed in how many people were here. I know the weather was bad and stuff, but there were 36 that played in the Dart Tournament. Uh, honestly, last year there were 50-something. I felt like the way we did it was a lot better with having them sign up early. And I had the bracket made. And, yes, it's all made out. And then, uh, you know, it was like, all right, we had games at Redshed and Harbors and Houndstooth and Galettes and Unique. But you didn't have to change bars until you came back to Unique. Except there was like one game. Uh, Loser's Racket game went from Houndstooth over to Hoppers. Uh, but that was just because when I was looking at it, I was like, well, if all these games are being played at the same time, you want to make sure it's still going quick. And uh, But, of course, uh, all the bars run on the same time frame. I figured that we would be a little ahead at Unique just because we have so many more boards and uh, everything. But uh, And we weren't. We were ahead. But... Uh, it was still done by, you know, 10.30, and I felt like everybody was happy with that. Uh, I haven't talked to all the bars about how they did with it, but uh, I know we did well here. I hope it helped everyone, but uh, I like the format. I like where we're at. And by doing so and seeing that that's successful, then we could possibly incorporate some of the downtown bars where we go, all right, you're going to have a bracket. Y'all are going to be downtown and you know, you'll play down there and then you can come back but it really depends on how many people we have and yada 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 so anyway let's get into why you're here who we got world cup we got college football let's start out with the world cup all right usa out of the group into the knockout round that's right uh a lot of people doubted us a lot of people doubted that we would do this uh even going into game three when we had to win hmm I was surprised we haven't scored more goals, but uh, you know, Pulisic, hustle play, put it in, and and we're on. You know, uh, now it's now it's one game. Now it's one game at a time. You can look at the big bracket and go, well, if we get past the Dutch, Argentina is probably going to be waiting. You know, no, 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 no. It's one game at a time. Right here, ninety minutes. Uh, Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Yes, we'll be open here at Unique. Uh, we'll have a good time. Have Hopefully have a good crowd for it. With the response we've gotten, I think we'll have a decent amount. And, uh, you know, we'll enjoy the game. Uh, enjoy it. This happens every four years. You know, get up. But uh, let's go through some of the games. Now, I'll tell you, it is currently Thursday morning. So I'm not going to go through wild all the picks. But I'll just tell you. I've got Canada against Morocco. I know Canada's already eliminated. Morocco's been a surprise of the tournament. But I've got Canada in the over. Uh, I've got Belgium in the over. Belgium's in a must-win situation to possibly get out of the group uh, with Croatia. And then uh, in the... Uh, who are the later games today? Oh, Germany, Costa Rica, Spain, and Japan. Uh, Germany, all, all four of these teams could advance. And that's crazy when you think about Costa Rica lost 7-0 to Spain no, first game, their first game of the tournament. But then they beat Japan 
And so now they've got three points. Uh, uh, Spain's sitting on four points with their win, their 7-0 win, and then their tie with Germany. Um, Japan beat Germany in the first game, so they got three points. And uh, Germany has one point with their tie with Spain. But if Germany beats Costa Rica, that gives them four points. Meaning that a Spain win would put them through. Because if they were to, if Spain and uh, Japan were to tie, then uh, it would go to goal differential, and they could possibly move on on that. Uh, I do want to say Mexico was eliminated. I'm glad that Saudi Arabia scored a goal late, so they were actually eliminated on goal differential. Because had they not have scored, the, they were down 2-0, Saudi Arabia was, and they scored one, made it 2-1. Had they not have scored that goal, then Mexico still would have been eliminated, but on yellow cards, on fair play. Head-to-head uh, -head doesn't come into play when you're tied. You play the three games. You get three points for a win, one point for a tie, zero for a loss. Tiebreaker goes goal differential. If that's tied, then it goes to goals four. How many did you score? And if that's tied, then it goes to goals against. Well, obviously, that's going to be tied also because you can't be tied on goal differential and goal scored and not on goals against. But then it goes to yellow cards. And whoever has the most yellow cards, you're eliminated. And that's, I mean, they got to have something, you know, some sort of topic. Mm. And they, they say it's to encourage fair play. So, uh,. And you got to make sure you check these lineups with these teams because, like, France, they went with a lot of backups in their lineup today because they knew they had won the group in advance. And so they, they made a lot of subs. Now, France is a very deep team. Some would say the deepest in the tournament. I don't know about that just because they have five guys that would be starters that are all out injured before the tournament started, and they're still the deepest team. That's crazy. Uh, but... And they ended up losing 1-0 today. Now they try to put some of their studs in. But are they keeping them out because they don't get injured? I think that's stupid to do that. You can get injured in your shower. You, know, you can get injured walking to your car cooking. You know, cut yourself with a knife and uh, drop it and it cuts your foot. You know, um, I, I think, they, are they practicing? Because you get injured in practice as well as, as, well as the game. Uh, so I don't think in the that was it. I think that... Uh, now, cards are cumulative, meaning, obviously, if you get two yellow cards in a game, then that equals a red card, and so you're out that game and the next game. But if you get a yellow card in one game, and this is for the three games of group play and the round of 16, if you get two yellow cards in those four games, you have to sit out the next game. So, maybe they were being cautious there uh, on it. I don't know a lot of reasons they could do it, but so make sure you're checking the lineups with some of these teams that might have advanced. Now let's move on uh, here. Uh, Friday, you got Uruguay against Ghana. I'm taking Uruguay minus the 135. Ghana's done well in this tournament, but I like Uruguay. Uh, Portugal minus 145. That's another one that's uh, against South Korea. That's another one you're going to want to check the lineup, keep an eye on everything. Uh, but. Honestly, if they sack Cristiano Ronaldo, I'd probably put more on Portugal. I think they're a better team when he's not on the field. Mm. 
Just my opinion. Uh, but I'm taking Portugal minus the 145. Brazil plays Cameroon. Brazil's minus 285. We're still laying it. We're taking Brazil. Uh, I'm just waiting on that game to happen so that my bet for them to win the group will hit because they've already done it. It just isn't official yet. Um, and then I'm taking the over of two and a half, three. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Asian lines, when you see two and a half, three, it's like, which one am I betting on? You're betting on both. Say you put $20 on it, then you're putting $10 on two and a half and $10 on three. All right? And so, yeah, if there's four goals scored, you hit. If it's three goals, then you won and you pushed. You see where I'm at? All right. But, uh, and then the last game of uh, Friday, Switzerland and uh, Serbia. Ouch. That game. I've been back and forth on a lot. Switzerland's plus 155. I mean, Switzerland's plus 175. Serbia's plus 155. And the draw's plus 235. Uh, the over-under's two, two and a half, honestly. I'm probably going to play the draw, and I'm going to play the over. Because I can see this as a 1-1 game. But in case somebody scores a winner late, then, uh, then I have the over there. It's kind of a mini hedge on that. But... Yeah, uh, so then that takes us to Saturday morning. USA versus Netherlands. Netherlands are minus 115. The USA is plus 340. The draw is plus 245. Now, recognize that when it gets into the knockout round, you're betting, when it has that, you're betting on the 90 minutes. Now, you can get other odds to advance. That includes overtime, penalty kicks, whatever it takes, because there will be a winner and a loser starting Saturday morning. All right, no more ties. But they can tie in regulation. And that's why the draw is still there. Mm. The uh, U.S. to advance is plus 185. So I think that uh, just based on odds, we got to take the U.S.A. plus 340. we got to take the plus 185 to advance. I'm going to go over two, two and a half. Coleman, that's crazy. That's crazy. Netherlands defense is stout. I mean, stout. They've been really good. And the U.S. has only scored two goals in three games. Why would you take the over? Easy. Easy. Because I think it's going to be one-to-one. It's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be one-one. And the U.S. is going to do that American thing. And we're going to find a late one. These young kids are ready to go. I think Gio Reyna is finally going to get more than nine minutes of playing time. That's all he's had the entire tournament. Everybody's clamoring for this guy. Uh... I, I am too, and look, I don't. I, I think it's Beerholder, our coach. You have to give credit to because he mission accomplished. He got us out of the group, right? And his lineups and his tactics for the first halves have been good. I, I don't think it would be uh, now. Can we criticize his tactics in the second half? His in-game adjustments, and can we criticize his substitutions? Absolutely, and that's fair. That's fair to do with any team. But with uh with what he's done in the beginning, you gotta give him credit. You know, he, he we haven't lost. No. A win and two ties. That's not bad. Uh you gotta love some of the storylines. Uh this is Dest, a huge game for him here against the Netherlands. Uh if you don't know, he had dual citizenship. Uh, between the Netherlands and the U.S. And he was born in the Netherlands. But he uh, chose to play with the United States 
Uh, he played with us in U17 and uh, U19, U20 World Cups with the U.S., but then he decided, uh, and his first team that signed him was Ajax, who is one of the most recognized you know, Dutch clubs ever, definitely the most successful Dutch club ever, Ajax in uh, Amsterdam. But uh, so it'll be a little special for him playing against them. It'll be the country that he was born in against the country, you know, but he's playing for the country he chose. And he said the U.S. gave him a chance when the Dutch wouldn't. Uh, when he was younger, and we really helped develop him as a player, and he appreciated that. Now, he then signed with Barcelona. Uh, he's technically under contract with them still, but he's on loan to AC Milan right now, where he's been playing, playing well. Uh, I look for Des to have a good game. I think he's going to be fired up. Um, and, and he's a good player. So, got to love Tyler Adams and all those guys. Anyway, we're taking the USA. The other game on uh, Saturday, you got Australia. They got through somehow. Uh, Tim Cahill smiling somewhere, baby. Uh, they'll play Argentina. Argentina's a two-goal favorite. Uh, we're not laying the money line on this because it's ridiculous. I'm laying Argentina minus two goals. And if I'm going to lay minus two goals, I'm going to take the over of two and a half, three. Now, I can see 3-0. I can see 4-0. I think Argentina comes to work in this one. Messi, if they get a PK, man, let somebody else take it. Uh, anyway, then on Sunday, you got Poland and France. France, again, goal and a half favorite. I'm taking the minus one and a half on the goal line and the over-under a two and a half, three. Well, with the over in that. Uh, this France team stacked. They're the defending champs. They're good. Um, the other game on Sunday, Senegal and England. That'll be the 1 p.m. game. Oh, doctor. It's coming home. Nah, probably not. But... They're going to win this game. England's minus one. Over-unders two, two and a half. Senegal's been playing really well. They really have. Um, but I think England, I'm going to take the minus one on the goal line. I'm going to take the over. Two, two and a half. So there you go. College football is on Friday uh, Friday this week. You got Akron against Buffalo. This is a uh, write-in game. Buffalo's minus 11 and a half. Over-unders 55. Buffalo in the over. Uh, North Texas against UTSA. Their conference championship game. Uh, UTSA is an eight and a half point favorite. They played earlier this year, and UTSA won 31-27. Uh, I think it's going to be bigger than that this time. I'm taking UCF, UTSA, laying eight and a half, and I'll take the over of 69. Um, then, then home Friday night, Utah against USC. Well, well, well. Utah beat them by one point earlier this game, or earlier this season. Now, just a few weeks ago. But in that game, or before that game, that was when they honored the fallen teammates, of the, two, uh, the two fallen teammates of Utah. Very emotional game, a lot of stuff. They win. The USC players said after the game, we shouldn't have lost that game. We're the better team, blah, blah, blah. But Utah's a better team. USC has been clicking on all cylinders right now. you got a Heisman Trophy candidate. You know, back there, uh, I'm taking Utah plus the two and a half and sprinkling that 125 money line, baby. The over under 68. Give me the over. Utah, it's all about the U. They're going to do it. Uh, they're going to help out the tide, and we're going to get real excited. And that's going to be on Friday night, and the celebration is going to be on here at Unique, and it's going to lead us right in to the, well, the 9 a.m. kickoff for USA. And, yeah, we'll be open by 8 a.m., 
uh, on Saturday morning. And then at 11 a.m., the next football game we get, holy cow, it's K-State TCU. TCU uh, beat K-State earlier this year. K-State had an 18-point lead that they donkeyed up. Well, this time, and, and TCU's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They've been finding ways to win. They should have lost, you know, six, seven games this year. Now they keep coming back, finding ways to win, team and destiny, yada, yada, yada. Here's the thing. Some of the people are saying that even if TCU loses, they should get in the playoff. And this is a, a good debate because should a team be punished for playing? I mean, if, if you were to take them out, then it's Ohio State and Alabama that are sitting behind them. They aren't playing this week. So for playing that extra game, that conference championship game, should they be punished if they lose? Now, a lot of people are saying they'll still get in even if they lose. Now, USC already has one loss. So a second loss here to Utah, and they go, yeah, well, that's two losses. All right, I can see that. They're gone. But TCU undefeated, one loss, and they lost in the conference championship game, whereas the other two teams you know, didn't even make it in the championship game. USC's got – I mean – uh, Ohio State's got one loss. Alabama with two. Should still be TCU. Well, hold on. How bad did they lose by? We've seen the committee do this already. When Tennessee got curb stomped by South Carolina, you saw the committee put Alabama ahead of Tennessee. We have the same record. They beat us on the field. If I were Tennessee, I'd be furious. But I'm not, and I'm happy. So here's where I'm at with it. Obviously, I'm taking K-State plus the two and a half. And I'm taking the over of 62. And I hope K-State runs it up. Beat them bad. If they beat them bad, then I don't think they get in. That's just me. Toledo against Ohio. MAC championship. Toledo's minus two. I'll take it. I'll take Toledo. I'll take the over of 55. MAC and... Troy against Coastal Carolina. Troy is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, we saw Coastal in a game that did not matter at all get demolished last week. Um, and here we are again, ranked team against the unranked team. Saw she listening. Yeah, buddy. Troy, minus eight-and-a-half. Now, Coastal's quarterback uh, might be able to play. He's, he's questionable right now. We don't know. We don't know. When he plays, they're a better team. Absolutely no question about it. They are a better team when he plays. So, you want to keep an eye on that. Either way, I think Troy wins this game. But the eight and a half, maybe Coastal covers with him. But uh, I, I, without him, no, I like Troy. Um, UCF against Tulane. We saw this game, what, November 12th, was it? I think it was, uh, when they played. And, yeah, if you don't know about UCF, with Gus Malzahn as their coach, uh, they also have John Wise Plumley. The Ole Miss transfer as their quarterback. They they beat Tulane. And uh, they had a good lead. Uh, Tulane came back and made it a close game, but UCF got the win. They were plus points in that game. They got the win. Well, they're plus points again. Uh, Tulane's minus four. I'm with Tulane, and here's why. One, it's hard to beat a good team twice. And these two teams are pretty evenly matched. It's going to be hard to beat a good team twice. Also, Gus Malzahn is a gimmick coach. Uh, in that game, he had John Ross Plumley run for like 178 yards and throw for like a little over 200. Uh, he doesn't make it good adjustments. 
as was you know most anybody else in the world. So I'm with uh, I'm with Tulane minus the four. Green Wave, baby. Fresno against Boise. Uh, first time they met in their championship game in quite some time. But uh, Boise's a three-point favorite. Give me Fresno in the points. Also, give me the over in this game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. LSU against Georgia. The SEC championship. Here it is. Wow. Some luster got knocked off this game last week when LSU went down to A&M. And now, even if LSU wins this game, and as our SEC champions with three losses, they're not in the playoffs. They don't have a case. Georgia's in no matter what. Georgia could run out the pom-pom squad and lose this game 74 to nothing, and Georgia's in the playoffs. That's it. They're in. So it'll be interested to see how Georgia plays this game. Now the score, uh, the spread is Georgia minus 17 and a half. That's a big spread. Georgia, while they look dominant against good teams like Tennessee and them, they have uh, they, they've struggled or they've not just killed the lesser teams, the Kentuckys, Missouris. You know, you saw it last week that they, they let teams hang around that they shouldn't. And I don't know where their motivation is other than winning the SEC Championship trophy. Uh, I think Georgia wins this game. I think they win it easily. They're, they're a better team. But 17 and a half seems like a lot. So I'm going to take 17 and a half points with LSU. I'm going to take the over of uh, 50. But Georgia's going to win this game. All right. And so then the next one you got that night, you got the uh, ACC championship. Clemson, seven and a half point favorite. Playing North Carolina, the over under 63 and a half. You saw Carolina... Last week, ew, with that overtime game and everything, uh, NC State, a lot of people are believing, you know, and eh, they're not really that good. Yeah, I don't think Clemson's that good. Give me Carolina plus the seven and a half. Give me the over of 63. Um, Purdue and Michigan. Now, this is a fun one. Purdue's coach has done very well against T. In fact, he's 3-0 and all time against teams ranked in the top three. If you're ranked one, two, or three and have gone up against him, he beats you. Um, Michigan's a 17-point favorite. It's the Big Ten Championship game. I feel like 17 points is too much. Now, I love Michigan's team. They're a very good running team. Uh, I think they're better than they were a year ago. Uh, they don't have Hutchinson talking about being in the Heisman. Defensive guy, get out of here. Wrong guy went. Um, but Will Anderson should have been there last year. Not this year, but last year. But uh, give me Purdue plus the 17 points. And the over-under 52, I'm not touching. So, guys, I know it's short today. We're only a, a little over 20 minutes. Uh, that's all I'm doing because i got to get a nap in before I, I turn in another very long day tomorrow. Believe it or not, 9 a.m. to 3 a.m. is a long day. Uh, so... Uh, James, thank you for, and I'll be honest, James, when I texted you earlier tonight and said, hey, I'm doing the podcast in closing, it had slowed down a little bit here, and it looked like we weren't going to be that busy, and I went, eh, I can, uh, I will probably close up like midnight, you know, and I can do it around 1 o'clock, still get home, get get some good sleep, get back, but, uh, yeah, then we got a, good, good problem, we got a pop, and, uh, people kept coming, 
and so we, we opened a normal closing time and so all good you know that that's a good thing i was happy about that uh did have a couple of clowns at the end of the night had to kick a dude out he works at another place he was cussing out a girl and i was like hey man hey, hey you need to go ahead and go then he started to cuss me and luckily somebody i know uh stepped in and was like hey come on come on and they got him to walk on out he was still cussing and stuff when he left but i mean have i already texted his bosses that you know the owners of his establishment yes and i already told him about it and you know we'll see what comes of it but uh and i did let him know i was like will you please let him know uh when he sobers up tomorrow that he has never allowed back in here and then i found out who his girlfriend is and i went yeah i don't care uh yeah, it's not because of what he said to me. Honestly, I didn't really hear anything he said to me. Uh, I heard what he said to the girl that was here. And to talk that way to a girl? No. No, you're not a good human. You're not what we're looking for. No thanks. Uh, completely, completely out of line. But we actually treat women with class and dignity and respect in here. And if you're going to say otherwise to them, don't come here. Uh, I don't care. Anyway, you had no idea. I was going to spend $100 in there. There goes all your money. Did you say $100? Really? To a bar? Okay. Okay. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, no. What will I do? <laughs> anyway. Guys, that is my time. And I thank you all for tuning in and listen. I wish you all the best. Hopefully, we hit every one of these parlay all of them we hit all the parlays we just bankrupt every bookie every casino that's the plan for this weekend so let's make it happen but most importantly k-state utah let's get it money line let's go win these games i think it'll be absolutely hilarious if both of them win and win big and then the committee is forced to go number one seed georgia number two Michigan, number three, and they would do this, Alabama, number four, Ohio State. I don't think that they would go, they might, they might go Ohio State three and Alabama four and go, all right, SEC teams play each other, Big Ten teams play each other, and then we'll have a champion. But I think they would mix it up. I think they would mix it up. No, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. I'll tell you, because they don't want a chance of an all-SEC or an all-Big Ten national title. No, that's completely wrong. I just lost what I was saying. No. It would be Alabama-Georgia in the semifinal uh, and the Ohio State-Michigan in the other semifinal. That way they're guaranteed Big Ten, SEC, and the national title. Uh, that is what they would do. And I hope it happens. Even though the way we have played does not look like a team that wants to play Georgia. Do I believe that our team can play better? We never reached our full, our full potential through the season. Absolutely. Absolutely, I believe that. But, and, and let me tell you, the purge is coming. You're already seeing about five guys from Alabama announced that they're, they're entering the transfer portal. There's going to be some coaching staff changes, too. A little birdie. Ooh, a little birdie has already told me. The purge is coming. All of y'all that are calling for change, calm down, relax. It'll happen, just not yet. Gotta be patient. Nick does things when Nick wants to. 
It'll be after the early signing day because a lot of these coaches are tied to a lot of recruits. You hear me? Yeah, you feel me now? You see where we're at? 80% of our recruiting class will be on campus by January. Give it time, boys. Give it time, ladies. Anyway, purge is coming. Changes will be made. Alabama set the record for most consecutive 10-win seasons by a school ever with 15 straight 10-win seasons. Do you realize how crazy that is? Ole Miss had their first ever 10-win regular season last year. We've had 15 straight and we're spooled. We don't deserve to be in the playoffs. This team doesn't. The fan base certainly doesn't. But it's possible, and I, I still hope it happens. Sometimes you get you, you don't always get what you deserve. Well, I hope we get what we don't deserve. Uh, anyway, um, one other thing on that, and I cannot cite any of, any sources for this. The whole lane train to Auburn thing, um, it was going to happen. It was a done deal. Uh, lane bought a condo down there. Now that he buys condos a lot reasons and by reasons I mean girls but he had already bought his condo also uh, <coughs> they wanted <coughs> to announce it he wanted to announce it after the egg bowl <coughs> Alvin wanted to announce it before the iron bowl because then in the off chance the Cadillac pulled the upset it was, how were you going to tell the fan base? Yeah, he just beat 92 Nick Saban in T-Town, but we're not giving him the job. They wanted to do it on Friday. And because the Egg Bowl was Thursday, Iron Bowl Saturday. And when it broke early, then Lane was putting that. That's why he was so mad about it. And you saw him all over Twitter uh, that when it broke early, then. He was put in that situation that coaches get put in of, are you going to leave? And I, I, I'll tell you, Lane had, he could have very easily gone, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving Ole Miss. And then after the game, announced it on Friday and, and jokingly gone, well, you know, Saban's my mentor, and that's what he did for Miami and worked out, so I, I thought it'd be a good move. Ha, ha, ha. Or I never said pine box. I'm like, no, the senator of the state I'm moving to. Ha, ha, ha. And he could have jokingly played it off. And people would have, because they like Lane and they like his character. Or as far as his, uh, he's like a cartoon character. But they like his character on that. Then he could have played it off. But he didn't. And he, he look, they offered Lane a contract for the Arkansas game. On the Friday of War, an extension. And he turned it down. And he lost badly to Arkansas. And then all this talk comes up again. And he loses to their rival, Mississippi State. And then he got a bigger contract. The two straight losses, one of them to your rival, and you get a bigger contract offer than what you already than what they were already doing. He's doing something right. He's he's tweeting correctly. Yeah, he's doing something. So give him some credit on that. But anyway, uh, I I did talk to people very close with with the situation and he, he was going to be there. Now they got Hugh Freeze. Uh, what was it? They traded in a uh, black Cadillac for a white Escort. 
Yeah, that happened. The memes and the jokes on social media. Ooh, on Friday, literally Auburn fans were posting about how Cadillac Williams has brought 12 players to Christ and, and led them to, to uh, find their Lord and Savior. And uh, then on Monday, they were tweeting how happy they were about Hugh Freeze. Uh, all right. Come on now. Do I think it was a good hire? Yeah, I think Hugh Freeze is a good football coach. As far as, eh, adequate. You know why they hired Hugh Freeze? Because he beat Alabama twice. That's why they hired him. Go back and look at his records at Ole Miss. Second in the West is the best he ever did. He wasn't in Atlanta. He wasn't taking them to the playoffs. How's he going to do now that everybody's paying players? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I think he's a very good coach. I do. And I think he can do well. Uh, has he served enough of a punishment of what he did to be a coach at Power 5 school? Not for me to judge. That's not That's not me. Uh, I don't know. But either way, uh, and back in the SEC and in the West, wow. But I was surprised the SEC allowed it back so, call, uh, so quick, but they did. Um, so here we are, and Hugh Freeze will be the coach. And that's fine. Uh, I like my saving angry. My saving's been happy the past couple of years. I like my saving angry, and I hope I hope that he gets angry. Anyway, guys, seriously, I gotta I gotta lay down. I'm, I'm delusional and rambling on. That is my time. Uh, if you've ever late nighted with us after work, you know that I'll sit there and talk forever. Uh, so I, I have to stop now. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all for coming by the bar and supporting us and, and everything that you do. I appreciate all of you so much. Mike, my, uh, uh, my boss man partner, the, the, the man down here, uh, thank you for everything you've done. And uh, looking forward to next dark season that's starting in January, but I'm already thinking about it with James, with obviously all you do, uh, with the podcast and everything else. You know, my staff here, when they're here, they're really good. I just wish they were available more. But uh, anyway, that is my time. Thank you all. I love you all. Uh, as always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot the score. Play to win, just like the USA will. And when you get married, just like I will, maybe, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coleman. 